Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Welcome to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Bruce McGowan, longtime sports radio personality. Today's show is going to be fun. Who's going to be our guest? Yeah, my good friend, uh, one of the top 50 NBA players of all time, uh, former Golden State Warrior, Rick Barry, will be joining us. And of course, anybody who follows basketball not only knows Rick's name, but uh, Rick, for many, many years after getting out of uh, bro- out of uh, the basketball uh, doings, got into broadcasting. And uh, he's like me. You don't have to. You turn the mic on, and Rick's got stories to tell and opinions, which I love. You know, I I really do. We don't agree on everything, but. You know, Rick is usually right, so you have to agree, I guess, in the well, end. Well, wait a minute, then. If you don't agree with him and he's right, then that makes you wrong. I guess it does. That's, you, you're, you're, you're pretty logical well, there. Well, yeah, well, well, well sometime it'll, Rick and I will just have one-on-one because he yeah. and I probably think a lot more alike. You probably do. Yeah, That's we, cool, we, we've, we've talked about it, how I'm the conservative one, you're the liberal That's one. That's right. And, and, we'll and have, it works, it, though. It, it works See? because we respect each other. That's right. That's right. And we can, and we can be uh, you know nice to each other. That's right. Yeah. I tell you where you're wrong. You, you ask for forgiveness and we go on. Ah. No, I just teasing you. <laughs> All right. At each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports uh, trivia question. Today is going to be just general sports. Yeah. Um, let's see. At, at uh, let's see here. Okay. So the this segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, still providing mortgage investments. Get this. Last month they paid 7.8 percent, compounded 8.8. 0.8%. Sounds good to me. They're very good. Yeah, I'm not going to complain about that. 52% loan to value. Oh you boy. can't get more conservative than that, in, yeah. especially in California real no, estate. No, I know why you're a conservative. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's, what, what can I say? Yeah, yeah, you, you go. Know? There you go. You hear all these kind of crazy investments out there, yeah, and I go, yeah, 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 I've, been, yeah. I've had enough, yeah. you know, I've had 30... 30, 40 years of experience in this <laughs> yeah. stuff. And I go, there's nothing new under the sun. No, there isn't. And they, they keep coming up with all this. I'm not going to yeah. bash Bitcoin, but... Yeah. It's not backed by anything. Yeah. You know, and you, it's, it's like I got some tulip bulbs to sell you back in the 1600s, too. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so don't touch that dial. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. When we come back, uh, Rick Berry will join us. Okay. This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? 
Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at pacificprivatemoney.com. The Renaissance Indian Wells Resort and Spa is a desert oasis for a family getaway in the Coachella Valley. It's the perfect place to recharge and relax poolside in our sandy beach area or send the kids off for a day of fun at Camp Oasis. This world-class resort features well-appointed guest rooms, five restaurants, and a rejuvenating spa. Plus, book your summer family getaway today and your kids eat free. See renindianwells.com for details or call 760-773-4444. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. The backyard's looking great, Rob. Thanks, man. I was planning on adding a deck, too. Know any good contractors? Why don't you just ask HomeAdvisor? Home what? HomeAdvisor.com. You just tell them about your project, and they match you with local pros that can do the job. Nice. Now, how much does it cost? Oh, HomeAdvisor's totally free to use. Plus, you can read customer reviews, check pricing, and book appointments for free. What's the website again? HomeAdvisor.com. Or just download the free HomeAdvisor app. HomeAdvisor. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Bruce McGowan. Bruce, who's on the phone? Yeah, we got Rick Barry, who needs no introduction. Just one of the one of the greatest players of all time. And, and Rick uh, is talking to us today from Houston, Texas. And an interesting story, Rick finished his career with the Rockets in Houston. Rick, in the early 1980s, and I believe your sons uh, who played in the NBA, you said they also finished in Houston? Yeah, both John and uh, and Brent finished their careers as uh, as Rockets, so I, I call it the burial ground of the Barrys. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I now, love it. Now, why specifically Houston? You know, I'm kind of, kind of curious how how all three of you landed there. Well, I landed there because uh, uh, the Warriors didn't want to pay me what they should have paid me, and they let me go over ten thousand dollars, so which is pretty ridiculous. And then they went 13 years without making the playoffs. So it became a matter of principle and a matter of pride. 
and I thought I had a chance, you know, to, to go there. I would have stayed if the Warriors had paid me, but, you know, I figured, well, if I went to Houston, I got a chance to play with some great players. Actually, was one of the most talented teams ever played on, one of those poorly coached teams I ever played for, and a team that really had a chance to be a championship team, but never did come to fruition because I don't think that the personnel was used effectively. And, and when you had a coach, uh, you know, you said that it wasn't coached very well, you know, because of the player who you were, uh, what influence, you know, could you have had? He had no influence. He's the coach. I mean, so you do what the coach wants. I mean, he wouldn't let me run the pick and roll play. Wow. With Moses Malone. So that, 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 I think that tells it right there. Wow. Yeah. I mean, wow. it's kind of weird because, you know, you, you look at LeBron sometimes kind of telling Ty Lue what to do. I mean, not tell him what to do, but, you know, having the well, influence. It's a different world back then. You know, I yeah. wasn't getting paid to, you know, $40 million. You know, <laughs> so they, you know that the owner's going to go ahead and cater to you and everything. Yeah. I mean, oh, good it, point. Was, you know, it was unfortunate, but. I've, despite what people say, I always tried to be a team player and you know do what the coach wanted you to do, even though I didn't necessarily agree with it all the time. Um, and, you know, and then a lot of times you're on the court, you can certainly you know do other things because it's not like he has strings like you're a puppet and he can make you do what you, sure. you don't want to do. But you, you still try to stay within the confines of what the team is trying to accomplish. You know, go ahead. I'm oh, sorry, I was just going to ask a quick yeah. question because you know, thinking about like when you said about the forty million dollars, how much of uh, of a disparity was there between you know the superstars and the you know the average players back when you were playing compared to now? Uh, there wasn't as as big a disparity, uh, but there always is. I mean, you know, the best players get paid the most money. Just a matter that there's a lot more money to be paid. You know, forty million for some guys, and the lowest paid guy in the roster is making eight hundred and twenty thousand, which is not jump change. I mean, that's more than I ever made. The lowest paid guy in the league makes more money, almost one and a half times more money than I ever made in my best my best year. Wow! And this is we're talking about the nineteen Rick's career. The prime of Rick's career was from the late nineteen sixties to the late. 1970s, which, you know, I enjoyed covering that more than I enjoyed covering even today, just because there wasn't so much hype and nonsense and noise. I know yeah. that it, that's part of the deal, Rick, and that's how you get, uh, you know, the big bucks. You bring all the, the secondary fans in, and basketball has become such an international sport. But I thought in the 1960s and 70s, the basketball was so much fun, and you got to play. Uh, you played in the ABA. You played for, you know, you were the, the chief number one guy with the Warriors when they won the, their first title on the West Coast. So you were singularly fortunate, but at the same time, you were kind of a gypsy. You were kind of a basketball gypsy, weren't you? Well, it just turned out that I wound up, you know, going to different places. Uh, the ABA thing, obviously, was the biggest thing, which changed the face of basketball and uh, gave a lot of guys an opportunity to make some money and change the salary structure. I mean, I was Kirk Flood before Kirk Flood uh, hmm. because it was a reserve clause that the NBA had. And then they tried to get me to stay and said that I, they had an option of my services, which changed everything. Hmm. And But, you know, it wasn't. It, I didn't do it for money. That's the whole thing. I mean, it was always greedy. My, if I was greedy, I would have played one side against the other in a bidding war, which I never did. Huh. Yeah. And, and so I, I get so sick and tired of reading all this horse that these writers have put out about me and everything that I'm at the point in my life now where I told my wife, I said, you know, I don't really care anymore. Uh, it's ridiculous. They, they've gone and tried to destroy my character and destroy me as a person. And That's fine if that's what they want to do. I know who I am. My friends know who I am. And that's all that really matters. You know, Rick, you always struck me as a guy who was so individualistic. And I know some people say, oh, Rick is kind of feisty and, and sort of arrogant and, and kind of crusty. But, you know, I know you personally. I, know, I worked with 
with Rick for five or six years at, at a radio station in San Francisco, the All Sports Station. And Rick has a way of getting through to the athletes that the rest of us who work in broadcasting don't because he understands the mentality of the athletes. And I want to talk to you a little bit about that. Do we have time, Edward, yeah, before yeah, the break? Yeah, we've got four minutes. I want to talk to you a little bit about some of the guys you played with because you played with some amazing athletes. And one guy who wasn't a big star on your team but was, I, I think, is the, is the greatest person I've ever met in sports was Al Adels, who coached you, but also you worked as your coach, but also you had him as a teammate. Tell me a little story about Al Adels. Well, um, I always give credit to Al for helping make the player that I became because he was my roommate my rookie year back then when you had roommates. And of course, him being the veteran, Al was able to have whatever he wanted. If he liked the room hot, the room was hot. If he wanted to watch a certain TV show, that's the TV show. (laughs) And then one day I walked in and the most foul smell I've ever smelled, worse than rotten eggs. It was horrible. I said, oh, my God, Al, what is that? He said, I'm shaving. I said, you're what? Shaving? And I'm shaving. Back then, black people used to put this stuff on their face and the knife to take it off. They didn't use an actual razor. Mm. And it was a, a hair that developed. I don't know what it was. Anyway, it was horrible. <laughs> and so I, I said, I told Al, I said, oh, my God, this is brutal. I got to smell this. I got to sleep in a hot room, and I hate hot rooms. I got to watch TV shows I don't like. I said, so I got to go play my butt off so that I can negotiate a single room for next year. That's- yeah, there you go. That's an incentive. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. I just talked to Al a couple of days ago. You know what? I didn't know this story. I'm going to have to come back and, yeah. and tell him about that. That's a good one. That's a good one, Rick. Um, how much did you enjoy working in broadcasting? Because you did it for a long time. You did national uh, television on the NBA Game of the Week. You worked with Bill Russell. Then you, you, you worked with us for six or seven years, but you had a lot of other jobs in broadcasting and you have the gift of gab my friend you always have was that a lot of fun for you have you enjoyed that experience you're still doing it to a certain degree yeah no i mean I, you know it's what i studied i would have had a major in uh, film work if i could have done that in school because i took every elective course i could possibly take in, in speech and radio tv broadcasting all of all the courses they had at the university of miami so i actually was prepared to do that it was what my goal was i had grown up and saw pat summerall and, and and Frank Gifford, who were football players for the Giants, who went into broadcasting and had great careers doing that. I said, wow, that'd be cool. I'd become a professional athlete. I'd be a broadcaster. So I prepared just like I did for basketball. I prepared myself for broadcasting. And so I had a long career doing that. I, you know, I'd still like to do it now. The problem is, is that, you know, you know, everybody says that I was so hard to get along with and Rick was too negative. Well, now everybody's freaking negative. I wasn't negative to be negative. I was negative to be informative. I wasn't going to go ahead and be a shill. I'm not going to go ahead and say something was good when I know it isn't. Yeah. You know, I was there to be informative. I mean, I, if I said it was a bad pass, I'd go, oh, what a bad pass that was. Well, no, no kidding. Everybody just saw that. It's a bad pass. Why? It was a bad, because it's a bad pass because in that situation, you have to throw a bounce pass, which is much more difficult to defend against than a regular straight pass that puts it right into the area where a guy can get his hands on it. I mean, so you try to be informative. I mean, in broadcasting, what I actually like doing, I did play-by-play, which I actually prefer over doing that in color analyst work, because in color analyst work, when you do that and you're doing it a series, you always know if you're doing a good job because the fans in both cities hate you. <laughs> like they hate Charles Barkley, huh? What a character he's turned out to be. I mean, if you do your job properly, you're saying good and bad about both teams. Yep. Yeah, being honest. exactly. And so the fans in each city, they love the good things you say about them, and they think you're biased 
because you say bad things about their team. They don't want to hear that. And they only remember the good things you said about the team that they don't like and the bad things about their team. So if, <laughs> if both teams, if both fans in each city, if the fans in each city don't like you, you know you've done a good job. There you go. I love it. I, love I like it. it. Okay, hey, Rick, stay with us. We want to keep you on one more segment if we can. We've got some more good questions for you. All right, we're going to cut to our uh, first commercial break with a trivia question. And if right? Rick wants to try to answer this after the break, he after can After the break, yeah, that's we'll right. We'll give him if first he, shot at it. Exactly. See if he just, knows. just don't yeah, answer yeah. it yet because we've got to let the audience sure. have a shot at it. All right. Okay. What NFL player debuted as a professional wrestler in 2004? Whoa. So he was a, he was an NFL player, right. and then he debuted his uh, professional wrestling career in yeah. 2004. I don't think he lasted too long, but it was kind of fun to yeah. do. All right? Email uh, Edward at SportsEcon101, the answer to that question. If you don't know it, I'll give you a little bit of a hint uh, when we come back. Okay. All right? So don't touch that dial. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800 Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. This family is at home, but they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? But it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure. 
foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit. But you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. First trivia question was, what NFL player debuted as a professional wrestler in 2004? Now, wow. Rick, you have any idea? You want to take a stab at that? I, I, I'm stumped. I can't think of it, but I'm, I, I'm sure it's obvious. Well, you'll know the name. Okay. Okay. Uh, he was forced to quit when his team discovered this extracurricular activity, and it, uh, his team was the Bears. Oh, man, I should know this. I know that Lyle Alzado back in the day, oh, you know, yeah, who played with right. the Broncos and the Raiders, uh, you know, was a professional wrestler for a short before, time. Yeah. But that was back in the this 1980s a, and, and 70s. Brian Erlacher. Oh, yes, of <laughs> course. That? Yeah, Brian Erlacher, great linebacker. <laughs> yeah. Who just, I think he retired just a few years yeah, ago. Just a few years ago, yeah. Headed to the Hall of Fame. Speaking of Hall of Famers, we got Hall of Famer Rick Berry on the phone. And Rick, uh, you know, we're bouncing all over the place. I want to talk to you a little bit about the here and now, and I do want to talk about you know your 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 old team the warriors who have just turned into this amazing franchise but i got to ask you about your own son you've got a bunch of sons but your 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 youngest is uh, an incredible athlete and you married a gal who also is, is a great athlete tell tell us a little bit about what your your boys doing these days well he's uh he's playing very well i mean i i i really do believe when i talk about my boys I always talk about him as a basketball person not a father uh, he's certainly every bit as good. It's not, you know, as, as my other boys, and I think he could play in the NBA. He's, he's played really well in the Czech Republic. He's playing an average of like 25 points a game over, playing on the league in China. And you know, over there, a lot of times they have Americans that bring him over. These guys should four, five, fifty times. He said that. He said I can't play that way. He said that's not the way you taught me how to play. That's not the way the game should be played. And so he's actually doing a terrific job playing good team basketball this team is uh, i think they only lost one game and that's when the coach for some reason you know didn't really play him for within five minutes took him out of the game you know played a minimal minutes and somebody who was over there that had helped get him over they said the coach was trying an experiment well the experiment didn't work because they lost it's the only game they lost and you know average 25 points a game shooting the ball well and just playing good basketball so Maybe somebody will give him a shot and he can get back over here and get a chance to show people that he would be a valuable addition to a team because he's incredibly intelligent, five credits away from getting his master's in nuclear engineering, was the academic wow. All-America player of the year, was the sixth man in the SEC, wow. and yet never got a chance. I, I have to say I was extremely disappointed that the Warriors didn't give him a chance to go to their summer league because he had a good workout with them from all indications that I got, and yet they didn't even take him down there to well, give him a chance. Well, why do you think that was? I don't know. I, I really don't know. I, I, I do know that my son, the way he plays, he's a perfect warrior basketball player because he plays the game the right way and knows how to play. He's way more athletic than people think. If he had been in Chicago, Bruce, where they do the, you know, they, they mold it, they get five tests that they do for him, vertical, standing vertical, running uh, max vertical, uh, agility drill, half-court sprint, they have five different things. He did the same things when he went to Portsmouth. Where he played, except he played really well. The first game he had like 18 points and nine rebounds or something like that. Next game, he hardly saw the ball. Hmm. <laughs> it's like wow. And and they played him out of position. My son's a two. He's a two who can handle it and do things, and he's really good with the ball, especially in transition. 
and he played most of his whole career as a three, which is crazy. He's six six, has almost a forty inch vertical. If he was in Chicago, he would have been first in standing vertical, second in max vertical by a half inch, first in agility, first in another one, and third in another one. Nobody else tested that good, so he's way more athletic than anybody realizes. Knows how to play the game, and yeah, boy, can he get to the basket! You know, shooting his free throws, he's really terrific. Almost shot almost ninety percent in Florida. Wow. A record there for wow. consecutive free throws. He can play. So anyway, we'll see what the good Lord has in store. But thank God He gave him the great attitude, and He deals with these types of things exceptionally mm. well. And uh, He's a great kid, and and hopefully he'll have an opportunity to do something with his career. I got to ask you, he's playing over. The, he'd been playing in the Czech Republic. You say he played in the he played in the Czech Republic. He was the league scorer on that team. He, only, he averaged eighteen and a half points a game on twelve shots. Wow! Jeez, oh, <laughs> that's amazing. Wow! Oh, the chip, the, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Yeah, yeah, no, and he and he's done the same thing here, and I mean, yeah. he's shooting ridiculous percentages over in China, and he's averaging wow. twenty-five points a game over there as well. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, you know, Rick, I was going to ask you about this whole idea about like super teams, you know, and that sort of thing. First, to, a does it even really exist, and b is it good or bad for basketball? Well, I think, you know, you're trying to win. So, I mean, if you can put together a group of guys that are going to give you the opportunity to win, what's wrong with that? I have no problem with it. Everybody was all mad at KD, and I said, I'm just happy for KD that he got his championship and also was the MVP. Um, it wasn't about money. I mean, he put a lot of time and effort and did everything he could to try to help Oklahoma City, but he realized that they didn't have a chance to win. He had a better chance to win with the Warriors, and look what's happened. So I'm happy for him. I have no issue with that. In the past, if guys were doing it just to go and chase the money, that's one thing. But if you're doing it because you want to win, that's another. I mean, isn't the objective of being a professional athlete to be the best that you can be? And in the team sport, it means being a champion. How much did you enjoy watching this Warrior uh, run these I last years? I play. This yeah. Way. I mean, I, I just get frustrated when I see them lose their focus. They did that, yeah. and they almost got they almost got it. I mean, they were fortunate that Houston, yeah. CP3 got hurt. Had yeah. he not gotten hurt, they might have lost that series yeah. because they got – because the difference is they got caught up in too much of the one-on-one stuff. They stopped yeah. playing yeah. Warrior-style basketball, which is team basketball, move the ball, move yourself, pass the ball – get 30 assists a game. They had 14 assists in one game, 20 in a couple other games. That's not Warriors basketball. So they got caught up in the same garbage that Houston does. And, I mean, because, I mean, oh, my God. I mean, how many times you see the ball that nobody touched the ball except Harden on yeah. many, many occasions? That was, I mean, it was pathetic. Even my wife said, oh, my God. So this is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, and the thing is, it's still a human being. So so much energy. I mean, like even LeBron trying to take over a game, and you can just see he's just gassed. Same thing happens to Harden. It happens to all these guys. Yeah, no, you, you just you play team basketball. When, when Kevin came over two years ago, I said, Kevin Durant is going to enjoy basketball so much more. He is going to get more easy shots than he's ever had in his entire career. Yeah. He's going to have more fun playing basketball, and he's become a better basketball player because yeah. of the style that they play. He has become a facilitator, and he was not a facilitator at Oklahoma City. Look at how many games he's had where he's got seven, eight assists in the game. Go yeah. back and look at Oklahoma City and see how many times that ever happened. You yeah, know, plus, it's all the, plus all the defense. Yeah, I was going to say, defensively, I mean, he is... Yeah, block shot yeah. with his size and length that he has. 
Yeah, I mean, I have a picture that I show people with him holding his MVP trophy and me next to him. He dwarfs me. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that long wingspan. How about Steve Kerr? You know, Steve Kerr, to me, is one of the most fascinating people. Uh, He's got such a great world view. Oh, you only love him because he's liberal. <laughs> <laughs> That's partly true. I, I admit it. I admit it. But you've gotten to know him a little bit, and you, you watched him play with Phil Jackson uh, in Chicago and with uh, Popovich down there in, in San Antonio. Not a great player, but a solid player. Oh, he's you know, uh, what, what is it about him that has been able to bring this, this very diverse group of, of basketball players together? What do you think it's uh, – I think the, what it is is his demeanor. Yeah. He's not a screamer and a holler. Yep. He talks to the guys. He, he's under control. Uh, it was very impressive to hear some of the things when they finally had the mics back in the huddle. You know, they stopped that after our series in 75 because uh, Casey Jones lost his job as a result of all of the mics being in the huddle. He just didn't come across real well and it cost them. Mm. And they, for years, they never had mics back in the huddle. Now they are. And in Steve's case, you, you can hear what he's saying to the guys. And, and, and you can get a pretty good judge as to, you know, what kind of coach he is by that. And I was very impressed, especially in his rookie season when he was doing it. And and he handles the guy well. He treats them with respect. He talks to them. He doesn't scream and holler at them. And he gives them great leadership. Uh, and he utilizes them effectively, playing the kind of basketball that he flourished in because he was an intelligent player. He was a shooter, not a scorer. And you can shut shooters down. You can't shut scorers down. I always laugh when I hear guys on TV. They know what the hell they're talking about. Oh, he's a lockdown defender. Well, trust me, there's no such thing as a lockdown defender on a score. Mm. You can't lock down a score. I was just talking with Clyde Drexler yesterday. He was the commissioner of the Big Three, where I'm here in Houston. It's getting started this weekend and on Fox Sports 1. Uh, and it's really you know, kind of fun to be a part of it, coaching my team. And Clyde and I were talking about it. We both were laughing. I said, do you ever have anybody lock you down, Clyde? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, good offense will always be good de- defense in basketball. Yeah. yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. If you're a scorer, you can't be locked down. Yeah. I got to ask you, I'm, I'm, we're bouncing all over the place here. We got Rick Barry with us, the, the Hall of Famer and one of the greatest of all time. Rick, I worked in Seattle back in 1979-80 for a, a station. I was doing a talk show, a sports talk show, kind of an interview show up there. And all the games, the Sonics, the Seahawks, the Mariners, even the, the soccer Sounders were all playing in the kingdom at the time. And the Sonics were in the midst of a, a nice little three or four year run with Lenny Wilkins as their coach, with Jack Sigma, Gus Williams, John Johnson, who I got to know really well. And, and of course, Dennis Johnson, who was no longer with us. And I'll never forget this. Rick doesn't remember this, but this is when you were finishing up your career. And I think the season was over and the Sonics were in the playoffs and we're covering, we're at you know, center court there with all the rest of the media because they used to keep the media down low. They didn't stick us up in the, up in the cheap seats. And, you know, 40,000 people are there. And here comes Rick with this very striking gal who was his wife, I believe at the time. And, you know, just sat down and, and started talking and was charming with everybody. And, you know, that Sonics team, Rick, I, I know that's going back a few years that's almost 40 years ago but Lenny Wilkins to me was was one of the best and you played against him and you 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 commentated on him when he was coaching I mean that was a fun a fun time up there in Seattle what do you remember about that Sonics team well I mean that you know they wound up winning a championship eventually but uh, they they played again they the only teams that win championships they play the game the right way yeah they play tough defense and they play unselfishly offensively. And that's the way the game is designed to be played. I still think many times there's too much of the one-on-one stuff that goes on, and you just stand around watching the guy doing his thing, and the Warriors at times get caught up in that, and when they do, that's when they're not at their best. And that team back there in Seattle played that way. They had some outstanding players. In fact, Gus Williams, a former Golden State Warrior, was one of the key elements to that team when they won the championship up there. And so that's, that's what it takes. I mean, that's the one redeeming thing about the NBA. There's never been a team win a championship 
in the history of the NBA that wasn't a decent defensive team. If you're not a if you're not a pretty good defensive team, you're not going to win the championship. Well, you got to figure the you know if you can shoot you know what a little better than fifty percent. You know that's different. That's why I keep telling: get offensive rebounds. You know you you, you miss almost half the time. You got to get those rebounds. To, Rick, stay with us. We got to cut to a quick commercial break here. Okay, at the 2000 Summer Paralympics. Mm. All right, Paralympics. How many members of the gold-winning Spanish basketball team were later found to have no disability? What, I don't know if you remember are you that. coming up with these <laughs> questions, man? Jeez. Isn't that kind of crazy? That is crazy. I have no idea. <laughs> You're gonna have, maybe, it's, it's, maybe it's obvious. I don't know. It's a know. basketball question. Rick oh, should okay. know this. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. All right. Don't touch that. We'll be right back. <laughs> Renaissance Indian Wells Resort and Spa is a desert oasis for a family getaway in the Coachella Valley. It's the perfect place to recharge and relax poolside in our sandy beach area or send the kids off for a day of fun at Camp Oasis. This world-class resort features well-appointed guest rooms, five restaurants, and a rejuvenating spa. Plus, book your summer family getaway today and your kids eat free. See renindianwells.com for details or call 760-773-4444. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com, your name your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. 
Sleep Number presents a bedtime story. You know how 9 out of 10 couples prefer a different mattress firmness? Yeah, what's with the 10th couple? Well, they don't have a bed that adjusts on both sides to their ideal firmness, comfort, and support. Their Sleep Number set. We should help them. Good thing we got great sleep. 10th couple, we got you! Does your bed do that? Right now, during the Sleep Number semi-annual sale, find final clearance savings on the Queen C4 mattress, only $10.99. Save $500, our lowest price ever. Plus, special Memorial Day weekend financing ends Monday. To find a store near you, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan and our special guest, Hall of Famer Rick Barry. And here's a basketball question. Well, it's not really a basketball, but it is. Uh, at the 2000 Summer Paralympics, mm-hmm. how many members of the gold medal winning Spanish basketball team were later found to have no disability? Now, uh, I'll tell you, there were 12 people on the team. I. That's a bizarre question, and I have no, I have no idea. Rick, do you have any idea at all? Because I'm stuck. no. I, I actually, the thing is, they all had a disability. They're all a bunch of freaking liars. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Very close. Ten out of twelve actually had no disability. Huh. And yet they were in the Paralympics. Wow, that's pretty. That's pretty pathetic. It oh is. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. I don't know what to say to that one. Well, we got Rick Barry on. I want to talk a little bit more about the the current Warriors because we've we've talked a little bit about how much fun it is watching them play and how they've had success and how they almost you know lost in the conference finals to Houston you had a chance to come out for the parade Rick uh, you know you you played uh, for the first West Coast champion Warriors when they you know the Bay Area the one team the Bay Area loves it, it, you know the Giants have their fans the A's have theirs the, the 49ers and Raiders are separated but the Warriors are everybody's team because well, there's only one basketball that's team, right yeah you know, and you saw a lot of that love when you went to the parade. You've been in those things before. You know, that's got to be that's got to be the height when you get a chance to to feel that. I know that you you know competing as an athlete is more fun, but just to be out there among the people and they appreciate what you did. What was that like uh, hanging out there that day? Because I stayed away. I didn't want to be around a half a million yeah. people. Well, I mean, it's it's you know, it's nice that the fans. I think anytime they show you their support and the love that they have for you and their appreciation, it's very meaningful. Um, you know, we didn't have a parade, obviously, back when we won. It's a different world today because of the of the publicity that the teams get, and all of the games are on TV. You can find them. You can sing stream. You can watch. I mean, Sports Center. I mean, everything you do is immortalized. Uh, it's just a, it's a different world. It's a totally different world. But the fans have really been incredible for the Warriors. That's why I was so happy for them, as I mentioned earlier in the show. 13 years without making the playoffs, and then finally they had a little run. They screwed up with that run TMC. And, yeah. and then, uh, you know, then they went in the toilet again. It was very depressing. But during all of that, fans were still there, and they still supported them, and they still cheered and rooted for them. So I was just happy that the fans finally now have a team that has given them such great excitement uh, on an ongoing basis. I mean, they, I, I think they, I mean, they should have won that championship. I think it was taken away from them. I think yeah. the officials and suspending Draymond Green was, was BS. You're talking about 2016, uh, the one that they lost to the uh, Cavs. Well, they lost by, they yeah. Lost, yeah, but and then, then, they, then they beat themselves in game seven. They still yeah. should have won. They yeah. never took anything but three-point shots in the last four minutes and 20 seconds. Yeah. They were their own worst enemy there. They still could have won even without Draymond in that one game. Yeah. But the official swallowed his whistle. Draymond Green, LeBron James should have been called and the whistle should have been blown for a flagrant foul when he took him through Draymond to the court. If Draymond had done that, the whistle would have blown, I can assure you that. Yeah. Yeah. And if 
that had happened, then Draymond doesn't react the way they reacted. He doesn't get suspended, and there's no way they lose that series. So Cleveland, you know, give him credit for taking advantage of it, but, you know, the Warriors also handed it to him on a silver platter. So there's four years in a row that they've had, you know, the best team in the league, uh, and they're going to be the best team next year unless somebody does something really incredibly exciting in the offseason or gets some rookie that comes in and does something that nobody expects. So they're the team to beat without question. If they stay together, they can win even more championships. What are they talking about, having LeBron go to the Lakers? That's That's an interesting possibility, Rick, because LeBron's got uh, a home there. He's got some business interests there. But he wants to win right now. He's he's still got some prime years left. But I don't think he's going to win in either Cleveland or L.A. And I don't know about going to Houston. How is he going to fit in there? What's what's LeBron James going to do? I don't know, but LeBron's the only one that can answer that one. So yeah. it's his choice, but I agree with you in your assessment. The last time I checked, there's only one ball when you play, so you're going to have three guys who need to have the ball to be their most effective in Houston. Yeah. How's that going to work? Yeah. And then, you know, the, you know, the most unhappy guy, Mr. Maul, will be the most unhappy guy if LeBron goes there because <laughs> yeah. LeBron is going to let, uh, you know, the young ball uh, yeah. dominate the ball. Yeah. You really think the dad, though? I, I haven't heard much from the dad lately. I think maybe he's he's low keyed at late. Maybe he's learned something. I don't know. At, uh, have you ever? I don't like to bring his name up, to be honest with yeah. you, because he can do whatever he wants raising his children. He's up to it and everything. But I, you know, I, I, yeah, he's a marketer. It's working for him. You know, let him do whatever he wants to do. But the, the, the fact that, that his one son even got workouts with teams was a joke. Yeah. Did that kid play? You think he's NBA quality player? I, you know, I haven't seen him. I've heard, I've heard negatives. I'm not negative, but I've heard that he's kind of marginal. So, uh, you know, I guess. Anyway, well, I guess you you treated your sons a little differently, huh? With the uh, the media. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> no, you were all, smart. All those things. I, I, I'm just saying right now, if I was going to go and do something, I'll take that. You know, if they wanted to, well, I'm not even going to say it because shit, somebody will pick up on it. So I'm not sure. That's okay, man. It's 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 all right, no, and, and I, you know, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. My wife said, "Honey, whatever goes on in your brain doesn't have to come out of your mouth." Yeah, that's, you know, that's, I, that's it. as yeah. you can tell, Rick is is not one to hold back, and and that's why I appreciate honesty. We we worked with you to, uh, at at I'll let's mention the radio station's name, KNBR in San Francisco, for a number of years, and we had some characters there. We had Pete Franklin, we had uh, Gary Radnich, and 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 you got to be a part of. Um, not only a team there, but uh, be around uh, for some fun times with the Raiders and the, and the Giants. And, you know, you were back in your – kind of in a way, even though you moved around a lot, you, you grew up in New Jersey, you played ball in, in Houston, you played ball with the Warriors, but you got to be kind of back in your backyard in a sense, uh, Rick, when you, when, you were, when you were there. And, and you brought a lot of your, your friends in, your, your, all your former athletes uh, as guests. Uh, well, hell, are you kidding me? I had, I, had a, I had a national quality radio show on a local show. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was fun. I mean, I it was a lot. It was a lot of fun. A lot of good people I got the chance to work with. Had some great producers. My old buddy RC is now with the Warriors doing stuff. You know, Cyrus is off doing his thing with. Uh, he's doing stuff with uh, who is it? The the coward. I mean, Colin Coward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of the guys that I work with are doing doing really well and. Uh, it was fun. It was a fun time. You know, old Bob Agnew back there in those days and Tony Salvador. I uh, had, had, had a lot of fun doing stuff with, uh, with KMBR. Do you ever uh, want to do some more coaching or do some coaching? Uh, that door was never open to me. Um, huh. I, 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 Would you want to? I really enjoyed it. Um, I had a chance to do stuff in the minor leagues. 
but uh, everybody is afraid of me because they they said you know and the reason they had good reason to be afraid of me if they wanted to think they were going to control me they're absolutely right they wouldn't yeah. I mean if they're going to ask me to coach the team I'm going to coach the team the way that I think the team should be coached and if it doesn't work you know all I would say is that if my team played as bad as some teams have played with coaches that have gotten their first opportunities they wouldn't have to worry about firing me because I would embar- I would resign out of embarrassment. Hmm. I mean, I would be embarrassed if my team played as bad as some of these teams are playing. Hmm. It's all on the coach. The coach is the one that dictates how a team should be functioning. And a coach is a simple thing. A coach is an evaluator of talent and personnel. And you use that personnel in the best manner possible based upon the abilities and skills that they have. Mm -hmm. And if you can't do that, you don't deserve to be a coach. Now, the only problem you have is, is you don't get to pick your personnel. You're at yeah. the mercy of the general manager who's making the decisions. And that's why if teams are smart, they should let the coach have a lot of say as to who they draft, who they trade for, and who they get in free agency. Because it all comes down to the players. Yeah, because you can't ask the, the right players. You can't win. Yeah, you can't ask the players to do something they, they don't have the ability to do. Yeah. You know, Rick is a big... Unfortunately, coaches do that. They have yeah. a system, and they try to force a player to play their system. If you don't draft properly, you get a player who can play in that system and play the way you want them to fight. You've got a problem. You know, I wouldn't call Rick a perfectionist because that kind of is, is an, an unfortunate stereotype. But Rick has a high standard. And I'm curious where you got this this work ethic, Rick, uh, and this, this desire to be the best you could be. Because a lot of people talk that game and don't really back it up. When you were a kid, you know, was it your dad? Was it a coach? Or was my it father. Your... It was all my father. My father was a semi-full player and coach. My father was all about giving the best effort you can possibly give. And so I try to message I give to young people and all even people when I talk to companies is that you have to you have to have pride in what you do. And I'm talking about the good pride because there's a bad pride. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. There's a and false pride. So yeah. if you have the good pride and you really care about what you do and you always, always give your best effort and never be afraid to fail mm. because you're not perfect, you're going to fail. And intelligent people learn from their failures. Yeah, how many times did uh, Abe Lincoln... Uh fail before he became yeah, president. Yeah, no, I haven't yeah. even in the speech that I look at all of the things that happen and stuff, and it's incredible how many times he failed as oh, yeah. Bankrupt. president of the United States. So, yeah. yeah, you just can't be afraid to fail, and smart people learn from their mistakes, and like you say, you just don't do Einstein's at this deal. So, uh, Rick, we only have a couple of minutes left. What are you What are you doing now? Because uh, Bruce was mentioning uh, off-air before that uh, you've got your, your hands in a few pies. More than a few pies. More than a few pies. <laughs> and by the way, I, you know what I tell my kids? I said, everything that comes out of your mouth has to be truthful. But not everything that's truthful has to come out of your mouth. Hmm. Okay, so. that's all. I like that. You like that saying? So, okay. Rick, you've you've always been somebody who's kept your options open, and you've always been interested in a lot of things. What 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 are you? What are your projects? What are you working on right now? Well, I work on a lot of things. I'm doing some stuff in a company called Biogenesis, and uh, actually, if people go to gogyv.com, gogyv.com forward slash rbarry. They can uh, watch the video and, and learn for themselves if they want to get an opportunity to, to be healthier. I got off of a prescription drug taking this natural product, and uh, you know it's a money-back guarantee if it doesn't work for you. So certainly to help make your life a little bit better, I try to keep myself healthy. And then if people want to do something and get, uh, for your listeners, uh, uh, you know, a, a $200 travel card for free, they can go to, uh, to rick24.com, R-I-C-K-24.com. Check that out. No obligation whatsoever, rick24.com. 
and uh, then I'm, you know, I'm doing some some other things. I'm working on a, on a huge uh, real estate project now with a gentleman uh, who has I don't know if you've heard of Maya Kama, uh, but a great golf course up in the wine country. Uh, working with David Wilhelm on an amazing project that he has. Um, I'm just keeping myself, you know, busy. Uh, at the Rick Barry Basketball School, and in the process of putting all together to try to get boys and girls from five to nine years old together uh, to be able to learn the fundamentals of the game properly and also life lessons and award-winning program that Jim Oleos, my partner, has been awarded. Uh, he's been doing it for years, so I'm very excited about changing the face of basketball so that kids learn to do it the right way and have an opportunity to learn lessons of life to give them a chance in life as far as character development, schoolwork, emphasis. It's a wonderful program that will lead into other things that could go right into the junior NBA and other things as they get older. So that's a very exciting one as well, uh, doing some things in uh, some recovery jewelry uh, project. I've got a lot of things you know, on the table that I'm working on that are very exciting. For so me. Keeps, that's what keeps you young. Yeah. Trying to keep me, you know, and then, you know, put my trips together to go on fishing trips up to you know, Alaska, Mexico, other places. Mm. That's my new passion in life is my fly fishing and uh also in the uh, medical uh, medical CBD, uh, medical hemp business uh, that I'm working with a company called uh, Folium Biosciences, one of the largest integrated, fully integrated uh, producers of, uh, of high quality uh, medical CBD. So yeah, I, a lot of things, just okay. keeping myself very active and, uh, and enjoying watching my son you know, play basketball. Sure. I still have one that I could still watch. And, and just enjoying life as much as I possibly can. Before I let Rick go, I just want to say one thing. Rick reminds me, in some respects, of my own father-in-law, who's only a few years older than me. I married a much younger woman. They're the same age. As a matter of fact, my father-in-law today is celebrating his birthday, first day of the summer as we speak. So it's my mother-in-law. Yeah, and Rick, when I was a teenager, was just a young man breaking into the NBA. So it's been such a joy watching your journey, Rick, reading your book, The Basketball, the Confessions of a Basketball Gypsy, getting a chance to work with you, watching it play. And I just continue to wish you nothing but the best. Uh, you've had a great life, and keep it up, my friend. Thanks, Rick, again. Thank for you, and all the best to you and your listeners, and okay. uh, you know, hopefully your people will go to those two websites I mentioned and take advantage of the opportunity, and uh, I hope everybody has a wonderful, blessed summer, and Thanks. go Warriors. Thanks. There you Thanks, go. Rick. Go Warriors, okay. Rick, Rick Berry. Thank you so much. Boy, what a right. what a great guy. You know, and, and again, I, I think some of our listeners say, "Oh, geez, he's kind of a curmudgeon." You know, Rick <laughs> is honest. He's honest. Yeah, he's uh, he's an uh, honest guy. That's the thing I love. Well, that's the thing I love about him. You know, you don't yeah. you don't get a lot of that nowadays. People want to be always politically correct, and I'm a liberal. But I think it's important to be to speak your mind. You speak your mind. Okay, here we go. Last Maybe that's the problem question. with liberals. We don't speak our mind enough. Uh, yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, I, just wanna, I know you wanted to see today. my put my button. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. okay. Yeah, that's why I'm smiling. There you go. What is the? Uh, get the, this is kind of a neat <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah. What is the only country to have won medals in the win, Winter Olympics, okay. but not in the Summer Olympics? Interesting. All right. Okay. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back.
Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Last trivia question, what is the only country to have won medals in the Winter Olympics, but not in the Summer Olympics? It's got to be a country like Norway or Finland, you know, that... that well, I think, I mean, you, you, it's not those. Yeah. It's one you don't th- definitely don't think of. But, is it a but, northern but a, northern it, European country? I, I, I mean, I way believe, up... I believe so. Okay. Uh, maybe not so not as north. Okay. I, I, I'm just going to give it to Somewhere you. in Eastern Europe? Um, 
Yeah. Okay. Lichtenstein. Oh, Lichtenstein. That's right, that's right. I've been through there. That's right in the heart of Central Europe. It's it's right between Switzerland and Germany, and uh, it's near France. Little country. Okay. Yeah. All but it's uh, alpine skiing. Oh yeah. That, we we that, got to wow. figure that's that's what we're there. If you ever want to go to a beautiful country, it's very much like well, it's right next door to Switzerland. So yeah. They have some incredible uh, alpine mountains. Alpine. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, it was a pleasure having Rick Berry. He did a great job yeah. again. We've had him on before. We'll have him on again. Yes. All right. We're going to cut out today. Here's our thoughts for the day. Albert Einstein said, "If you." want to live a happy life tie it to a goal not to people or things good good i thought point. that was pretty good yeah, yeah. and speak in such a way that others love to listen to you and listen in such a way that others love to speak to you i, I gotta learn that my wife has been trying to tell me that for years <laughs> she says would you please quiet down i'm trying to say Thank something you. oh oh <laughs> yeah I, I, you're not listening to me isn't uh, that I, yeah. have you heard that a few times uh only about Six thousand, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that go. was just in the last week. Yeah, yeah. All That's right, okay. She's I, I love her to death. Twenty five years there together. You go. Yeah, That's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, twenty nine. Yeah, twenty nine. Can you holy, believe that? Holy yeah. moly! I don't know if I was born first or married first. <laughs> All right, tune in next week to Sports Econ One Hundred and One. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. So long.